back in the in his day they didn't have such a thing as you know prozac deficiency or whatever (laughs) (laughs) hey it's walter here and you're at the think profit podcast where we're going to help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching right hugh that's right we're going to help you develop a wealth mindset develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. All right, so we're on the topic of trading psychology, obviously. So Jesse Livermore, how how would you analyze his psychology? Uh, What do you think were good parts of his psychology? What do you think were the ones that brought him down? Well, my favorite quote, and I, I used to have it. I don't have it up anymore, but I used to have it. It said, I can post it for you for, in the show notes for people. But he said something along the lines of, I always made my money by sitting and waiting. You got that? It was by sitting and waiting. Plenty of traders or men, I think he said men, can be right about the market and buy at the exact bottom and sell at the exact top. But there are very few that can actually hold on to it. To me, that kind of sums up what, uh, you know, what was good about Jesse. Now, the bad things are obviously, you know, people don't talk about this a lot, but he killed himself. And one of the reasons why he killed himself is he went, he went boom and bust several times, just like the markets, you know, in his time. He, he went up and he went down. He made it all and lost it all. And that was because he, was really, he went really hard with his risk. So, you know, you can learn a lesson in that in trying to figure out a way for you to avoid hitting rock bottom like that and, you know, and, and not losing it all. So, you know, that's the other part of it. He may have had, I mean, today probably they would have put him on Prozac and, you know, said that he had a, you know, he's bipolar or whatever. I mean, probably, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, back in the, in his day, they didn't have such a thing as, you know, Prozac deficiency or whatever, <laughs> whatever the diagnosis is. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, so I think the real lesson with Jesse is, you know, to, and it's the same with the Darvis. Nicholas Darvis was similar too, if you read his book. Nicholas Darvis, How I Made $2 Million in the Stock Market, which doesn't seem like a lot, but back in, you know, in the 50s, it was when he went or 40s, whenever he did that. Yeah. So I think sitting and waiting and learning how to be patient on your, with your winners um, is good. Possibly pyramiding if you like pyramiding and adding two winners. The thing to watch out for is, is the risk part. And you don't want to risk so much or just be so convinced that you're right, that you just pile it all in. Because if that's the case, you can obviously run into a big problem, right? By having mm-hmm. too much on the line. And then it's absolutely devastating if it doesn't go right for you. So, Yeah, true. And I think if you do have that kind of personality where you know you're good at pyramiding or like scaling up your winners, I think once you are done with that campaign or whatever, you have to take all the money out, just leave a small amount in there and build that again. And then if you blow that out, then, then you're okay. But I think there's a tendency, right, to put all the money into play and you know, you lose yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's, to- it's fun to do that. It's fun to take off a little bit and get really <laughs> aggressive with it. I mean, it sucks when it doesn't go well, but once in a while it will. And you don't need it to go right that many times, you know? Like I have a friend, he, he does that too. He, he takes out a thousand bucks and he, he'll, he'll run it up sometimes. He'll run it up. He, when he gets to over a hundred, he quits. So he goes from a thousand to a hundred, but a lot of times it doesn't work, you know? And, and so he, he's down a thousand, down a thousand, down a thousand. You know, imagine doing that 11 times and on the 12th time you hit a hundred grand, you're up. 
you're still up, right? You're up 88,000. So yeah, so it's, it's not a bad approach, but it's, it's kind of a way to get around it, isn't it? If you have that tendency, yeah. it's a way to kind of funnel all that energy into your little account where you're going to be super aggressive instead of risking it all, you know? So it makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah true. I know this guy who, he knows um, Larry Williams and mm-hmm. Larry showed him this thing where he put in on a trade for like three bucks or something like that, something small. And I made like a hundred dollars. He was like, wow, how do I do that again? He said, oh, do your own homework. But it just outlines the um, Larry's mentality, right? And just bet a small amount and try to make a big amount. And if you lose it, then no big deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, that's right. Okay, cool. Thanks, Walter. Thank you. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.